What's happening everyone? My name is Jack from Esports Live. Welcome to the FPL Addicts Fantasy Football Podcast. This is the Game Week 5 Preview. We're aiming to hit 100 subscribers before the start of Game Week 5, so make sure you hit the like button, subscribe button and turn your notifications on so you never miss an upload. If you've got any questions, leave a comment below and we'll get back to every single one of you with an answer. Let's get on with the pod. Fantasy managers, hello and welcome back. And if that doesn't get you to subscribe, then I don't really know what will. But welcome back to the Game Week 5 preview show for the Fantasy Premier League 2021 and 2022 season, powered by Esports Live and sponsored by Bonus Bank. Game Week 4 is now over and there's no time to rest for FPL managers such as myself and today's panel. So today we've got the usual suspects. We've got Jack from Esports Live. We've got Statman Dave, my right-hand man, Ollie, the FPL guru, and our, our man on the ground from the UK, Chris Reed. So we'll start with you, Guru. How are you doing, mate? Not as good this week. Obviously, the uh, the Spurs display wasn't the best. So, uh, yeah, not too happy with that one. But, you know, we move on to, uh, to another game week. Um, and we obviously had the Champions League fantasy in the morning, which launched. So, you know, that got me a, a bit more excited. Yeah, and as you've you been saying this whole way through, you know, it's a little nice um, sort of side hustle for FPL, this uh, this Champions League fantasy business. But we will get onto that a little bit later and we will get right into the uh, the Game Week 4 review. So I'll bring up the, the results on my screen. Ollie, we'll start with you. The fixture of the week that stood out for you, the result that stood out for you. Take it away, mate. He's on mute. <laughs> right. Take two. Um, I'm going to go with Palace Spurs, uh, much to the to the guru's pain. Like, let's get it out of the way, just so we don't have to discuss it again. Um, we obviously watched it together, Elliot, and we were just in awe at how bad Spurs were. Um, obviously, the the defence didn't help with Dyer going down injured and Tanganga for some stupid reason going in for a challenge on a yellow that you never go in for. Um, it was just diabolical, really, from Tottenham. And um, Palace took full advantage. It looked like it was going to be a nil-nil. Zaha got the penalty. And then Edouard bagged the brace as if it was nothing, obviously coming in from Celtic. So, great performance for Palace. It obviously raises questions about Tottenham, but we'll have to see whether they answer them in the next few weeks. Yeah, absolutely. And Hudson Edouard only on the pitch for, you know, six or so minutes of, of standard time. So, he, uh, he absolutely lit up his debut at Sellers Park there. Statman, Dave, was there any fixtures this week that, that really, uh, you know, stood out to you? Oh, look, I think for me, it was it was definitely Man U Newcastle. It was the, the fairy tale coming home for Ronaldo and, you know, him obviously bagging a couple of goals. So that was pretty exciting to see. And, um, you know, obviously everyone's beating up on Newcastle at the moment, but it was probably the perfect week for him to start and get off to a flyer with against them. It absolutely is. If you want to make your debut against any team in the league at the minute, um, Newcastle are definitely going to be, be high up on the priority list for them. But, you know, it is Ronaldo. You'd like to hope that he could uh, have pulled off a performance like that with most of the teams in this league. And then, Reedy, if you could pick a third fixture, mate, which one uh, sort of stood out for you this week? It's got to be Arsenal Norwich on it, let's be honest. But, I mean, uh, no, sorry. Uh, it's probably going to be, for me, Liverpool Leeds, although it did say Chelsea and Villa. Uh, Chelsea had win that one quite comfortably, which they did. But uh, Liverpool game was was a really good game. Leeds gave it a good go. Um, obviously, the game was a little bit sort of marred by the Harvey Elliott injury. Um, but it's good to see him. He's had his surgery and he's on the mend. But I just think Liverpool managed the game really well, got the goals and 
got the job done. Yeah, and Leeds gave it a good go is a phrase so often brandished around these days with their style of football. Um, they did end up losing again, but, you know, as you said, it was a brilliant performance for Liverpool. And, uh, you know, our condolences and our best wishes go out to Harvey Elliott for that, that you know, horror injury. Um, but um, we will move on to, to the paid league review now. And uh, it's actually quite exciting or exciting, whatever you want to call it. We've got a new top of the league, Ollie, don't we? It's, it's no longer Tom Stones. He has been dethroned, although he did win the Premier League Manager of the Month award he did manage to uh, to overthrow um I can't even remember who he played now but he managed to, to win that little uh, playoff that he had Bradley, Bradley that was it that. it was Bradley and uh, he did manage to beat him in that little playoff um so Tom Stones takes home the uh, the 200 Aussie dollar manager of the month prize courtesy of bonus bank so uh congratulations to you Tom but Ollie he's no longer top of the league so you know is he feeling all right at the minute or well, I, I was saying that in the comments of the post where it announced that Tom had obviously won manager of the month that we just need someone else to be good for a change because obviously he won it last year. He's doing well again. And uh, Darren Wickham's come from absolutely nowhere. 91 points, you know, a bit more about this game week later. But he's just come from absolutely nowhere, top of the league. He's bloody buzzing and we've we've got a new leader. So something a little bit different other than just rambling on about Tom, give him a, give him a, bit, a little bit less air time, which will uh, harm his ego a bit, but uh, a bit interesting. But obviously quality for Darren and a great week that he's just had. So well done. Yeah, I don't know if Tom's going to care too much. You know, he's obviously 200 Aussie dollars richer because of his, uh, his brilliant month. So as you said, Darren is now top of the league. And it's also worth mentioning that Darren is the uh, the Game Week 4 manager of the week with his team, Dirty Dazzlers, as you can see on screen there. He scored 91 points with his wild card, which is uh, better than someone on the panel who also played their wild card. But we'll get onto that just a little bit later. But um, well done. And we look forward to having you on the pod very, very soon. And then in second place, we've got Mohan and then in second place, also, we've got Geordie Wilson, who was our guest not long ago. So I guess you could say at the minute, the podcast curse isn't a real thing. But um, as we knew last season, Guru, there was a, a sort of running theme, wasn't there, of people that we had on the podcast. They sort of just slowly slipped down the league. So are we going to see Geordie Wilson do the same? No, I don't think so. He's, you know, he's managed his team so well. Um, you know, he's got he's got a good side in there. He's got his wild card up his sleeve. So, you know, I think Geordie Wilson's going to be a strong player in this mini league for, you know, the duration of the season. Absolutely. And, you know, obviously, as we said, the paid league, we've said it so far this season so many times that it is getting really competitive uh, for the competent FPL managers. So I'm not really included in that list just yet. But if we move on to the, the free mini league now, we've got Mohamed Bankit in first on 348 points. Absolutely ridiculous. And a really nice score from this week as well as 77 points. We've got Yusef Alvarez in second and Umar Dharma in third and then if we move on to the women's mini league the top three um and as we had tanya on last week you know representing uh the, the women's paid league you know she really made it clear jack that there is a lot of really really good female fpl managers out there and you know as you can see in the league now 333 points you know top of the league you know a lot of these um, people should have been entering in our paid league shouldn't they 100 percent, mate we need to get a few more women on this podcast and, and show us how it's done because i don't think we're getting anywhere near these girls they obviously know what they're doing and they've done the research and every credit to them for being on there. And yeah, Karen Spence on 333. Unbelievable. 
And, you know, 75 points this game week. Absolutely ridiculous score. We've got Maya in second and Lisa in third also. But if we move on to the uh, the bonus bank head-to-head league, which uh, is actually quite exciting. And I did notice something quite funny. I'm not sure if it was a late entry or anything, Jack. But as you can see there in third, the average is uh, is currently beating most of the competition. And every single person that the average has played so far, he has managed to defeat. So what do you make of that? The average beat me as well, Elliot, so I'm keeping that quiet. <laughs> so I, I fell victim to the average. Um, but that just shows, obviously, the, the, you know, how, how high the average is scoring at the moment. You've got to try and keep up because you know, I've been outscored and three other victims have uh, fell to the knees for the average. Yeah, you know, it made me laugh when I saw that because, you know, so far it's got to be the, the average curse for this league. You know, every single person that has played the average has lost so far. But we've got Donal in first and then Mark Sargent in second. And then Tom Stones, Ollie, as we said, he's dropped in the, the paid league and he's also lost this week. So he's only got nine points, three points off the pace. But is he hoping to, to get back up there? Yeah, look, he's competitive as the lad. He'll, you know, he's had a, you know, not a great week this week. Uh, he's human, as as as, uh, as Jack said in our little private chat. He makes mistakes. You know, we thought he was invincible. Turns <laughs> out he's not. Uh, he's had a shocking week, but I'm sure he'll bounce back. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, on the topic of uh, of shocking weeks, we will move on to to our teams now. And Dave, I'll let you go first. I'm not going to say anything more about it. I'm just going to let you get into it, mate. You played your wild card, 33 points this week. What went wrong? What what went right, I think, is more more we need to discuss because there's not much. So, uh, look, you know, I might have to go into FPL therapy after I talk about this. But um, absolute disaster for me this week. I think um, it's probably my worst FPL classic score in the two years that I've been playing. And, uh, yeah, not much went right. So I played the wild card to try and turn things around from the poor start. And um, I only made things worse, I think, for at least for the first week anyway. Um, you know, I picked a team that was that was going well on form and basically none of them decided to show up. So um, between my captain, Antonio, getting a red card, um, Son and Christensen not playing, uh, picking uh, Larice over Sanchez in goals, I think the only person I brought in was Duffy that did well and he was on my bench and didn't play. Um, and to top it off, I had two free transfers going into the wild card and you only end up coming out with one. So I lost a transfer there. So that kind of changes a little bit what I might do for, for this week. So I didn't realise that that rule was in place. Um, but, yeah, pretty pretty disastrous week for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't contain myself. You just look all around and, you know, it's no fault of your own. As you said, a lot of people have picked a similar team to this with their wild card. You know, the likes of Antonio as their captain and stuff like that, you know, on form probably the best player in the league so far this season. So you have just gotten really unlucky and, you know, it's, it's probably no fault to your own, as I said. But, you know, when he's getting a red card as your captain, it never helps, does it, Dave? Not at all. Like, yeah, there's not much you can do. It's like pretty much the, my luck this season is as soon as I bring a player in, they they blank. So, you know, and it just happened with, with six of the seven players that I brought in this week. So it's you can't do much about it. As we've always said, though, Dave, it is a marathon, not a sprint. And, you know, you do wildcard to, to set your team up for, for future game weeks. I'm sure, you know, we're going to see an influx of points because, you know, the, the, the team on the pitch there is very competent and uh, will definitely get you some nice returns. But um, we'll move on to my team now. 57 points this week for me. Just hit the average. I was going into the final day looking quite comfortable with uh, my two Everton assets, you know, expecting the world from Dinye and Calvert-Lewin. I was thinking, you know, if Dinye whips in a corner, Calvert-Lewin gets his head on it. Would be absolutely brilliant only to find out 
Calvert-Lewin's little toe injury that we uh, we mocked him on the podcast for. He's broken his toe, so he can't play for a couple of weeks now. So if you've got him in your team, you probably need to get rid of him. And uh, Dinier obviously didn't really do too much himself. But Sanchez with another clean sheet. Uh, he's got that sort of 50-50 ratio at the minute with clean sheet and not clean sheet. So he's, uh, as, as me and the guru keep saying, he's off the fraud squad list just for this week. You know, he's escaping just by uh, the bare bones there. But Cresswell, I was absolutely delighted with him again. He is a bonus points machine. Um, you know, these these attacking fullbacks, they are, they really do get the, the benefit of the bonus point system. And uh, another attacking fullback, Trent Alexander-Arnold, one of the players of the week for me. He was absolutely brilliant for Liverpool. And, um, you know, he just really is asserting himself as just, you know, an absolute must-have asset in uh, in FPL this season. And his counterpart, Mohamed Salah, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's the best notification you can get on your phone when you wake up. Goal, Salah, assist, Alexander-Arnold. Uh, made my morning. Uh, that did, especially because the armband was on him. So he got me 16 points. Fernandez with a, a really nice goal. There's not really too much else to say. It was a really, really nice goal. Man United dominated Newcastle from start to finish. So uh, other than a, a short little cameo from uh, Javier Manquillo, who doesn't get the mention around uh, around here in fantasy Premier League too often. So I've got to get that one in. And uh, for the rest of my team, there really wasn't too much doing, but there's going to have to be some moves for me this week. You know, definitely no rolling over as uh, I am so accustomed to doing with the, the two red flags on two of my strikers. I'm not happy with that one, but um, yeah, that was me and my 57 point game week. But um, we'll move on to your team now, Jack. 62 points this week, a brilliant score, five above the average. Take it away, mate. Yeah, listen, happy with the, uh, the 62 that came in with the, I think Son was the one who was doubtful for the game, didn't play, so obviously a bit gutted. He didn't, so I was, I was kind of uh, worrying about my team going into the game week four. Um, Antonio obviously had a nightmare as well with his game, so I thought, oh my goodness, it's going to all fall apart already. But then the, the transfer, the, the random one for Marcel, 4.5, came in, 13 points, two assists, Happy days. Obviously, I was buzzing with that one. I wasn't watching the game, but I got the uh, I got the intel off you boys that it, it got the two two assists. So delighted with that one. Uh, Fernandez obviously scoring. Um, yeah, so it was, it was a decent week. Scored pretty pretty decent all the way around, apart from uh, the uh, the huge game Wood versus Richarlison. Um, you know, Everton versus Burnley. Um, no one really. It was a great opportunity for Richarlison to step up with uh, no DCL in there, but. He didn't do anything, so that was the end of my game week. But 62, happy days. Um, yeah, not too bad. But I was going to say, Elliot, are you considering wildcard this week, mate? I kind of am, mate. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I definitely am reluctant to, to play it this early on, but I am sort of considering it, you know, with the two injuries, I've only got the one free transfer and I don't really feel like I'm in a position to take a minus four at the minute um, unless it's for a, a really big premium asset. So my hand might be forced here, but I'm not too sure as of now. But, you know, we obviously both have our wild cards still, me and you, Jack. So, you know, your team's looking very healthy this week. Marcel, what a pick he was for you this week. You know, you'd spoken about him a lot. Um, you know, he's a bargain at four and a half million for Wolves, isn't he? So he's done absolutely brilliant for you. Yeah, listen, he's, like like I said, he did absolutely fantastic in that game to deliver. He looked like a good asset when he played against United a couple of weeks ago. So I still uh, had him had him in mind um, going into this one. So yeah, glad, glad I picked him. Stuck with Duffy as well. But yeah, the wildcard one, we'll have to keep a question mark over because I, I think waiting on the Son news uh, against Chelsea, if he's not playing, I'm... I'm I'm tempted to pull the trigger with Antonio out, but yeah, interested to see how that plays out in the next couple of days. And uh, yeah, looking forward to game week five. 
Yeah, and it's you know it's the the fear of missing out or the sort of mob mentality as well because you know so many people played it this week, so many people have got you know Cristiano Ronaldo in their team, and I know that will uh, appeal to you a lot more than it does to me, Jack. So it's always you know you've got that in the back of your mind. If other people are playing it, do I need to play mine as well? But as I've said, your team's looking very healthy at the minute, so uh, you know if you can go without, it's always best to. Reedy, fifty-six points for you this week, just one below the average. So unlucky, fifty-seven points, such a high average. Take us through your team, mate. Cheers, Al. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was an okay week. I was glad to get towards more, more, more sixty than being that forty bracket. You know, it's horrible when you get, you know, between forty and fifty. It just doesn't sit well with you. So, yeah, I got obviously got the the fifty seven. As you can see, Sanchez, Lewis Dunk, clean sheet, Brighton. Happy days for that one because, you know. <laughs> You look at Brighton away at Brentford, you probably wouldn't expect them to, to maybe uh, come away with a clean sheet because Brentford, are, you know, you promoted side, probably fancy themselves, but they did well to get the clean sheet. Luke Shaw, you know, nice little return from him. And then he had Ben White come come off the bench um, as Arsenal got that 1-0 win against Norwich. So that was good. Um, Greenwood, you know, firing again. He's, he's not quite hitting those double digits at the moment, which you'd like him to see. Uh, you like like to see him doing, but you know he's still getting your odd assist and things like that. You know, as we saw Fernandez that goal against Newcastle. I know you played it down a bit, L, but oh my, <laughs> what an absolute razzler, as uh, one of our uh, members on Discord might say. But uh, yeah, Andre Gray there or Damari Gray should say um, got a nice little goal for Everton. Came back second half strong, and he's been a great asset to add in there. Uh, any fantasy managers should definitely be looking at poaching him and getting him in the side. Uh, in terms of my strikers, bad week all round. Didn't hit on any of them. So, you know, there are some some moves to be made potentially. I have got Son, like Jack saying there, that could potentially uh, need to come out. Same with Antonio. Don't know if I'm quite ready for that wild card yet, but we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, really, we have got a, a comment from one of our live viewers. Uh, Quentin Dunn asks, is anyone looking at Tierney for the Arsenal fixture on and out? I'll give you the, the honour of answering this one, Reedy. Are you interested in Kieran Tierney? He was someone that was talked about at the beginning of the season, you know, I'm getting in in terms of being value um, and someone that's going to start. The problem you've got with him is, you know, he's not always guaranteed full fitness. He does come up with the odd injury that keeps him out for a little bit. So, you know, I would look elsewhere. There is definitely value in the likes of Marcel, like Jack's brought in there, 4.5 mil. You know, you'll save yourself some coin in the bank there. Um, you know, so there are a few other assets, but, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't definitely say it's a no. Um, you know, you just have to consider, you know, whether it's whether it's worth, worth bringing them in short term or long term, so... Yeah, I think that's a, it's a really good answer. And, you know, obviously Arsenal aren't the most defensively solid. So I think, you know, of the Arsenal defenders, he's definitely the one that you should look at um, other than maybe Ben White, who's sort of that cheaper option. But um, yeah, Arsenal defenders aren't always uh, the cream of the crop in this game. But um, we'll move on to your team, Guru. Two points below average for you this week, 55 points. Um, were you sort of happy with your score? Um, I think I was content. I wasn't too happy you know, getting below the average, but um, yeah, you know, the Antonio minus one was was disappointing. Um, you know, I was happy with the defence getting clean sheets everywhere in the back three and, and with Sanchez as well. Um, but yeah, just content, I'd say, really, to be honest. Um, obviously, Fernandez grabbing that goal pretty much saved my week. So yeah, I've got to thank him for that one. Um, and then Yota come in as my transfer um, and he was unlucky not to bag. So 
Um, yeah, look, overall, probably sound just content with that one. Yeah, you know, as you say, you always aim for the average or above it. You know, Ollie's always spoken about he, uh, he pride himself last season that he hit the average uh, more often than not, didn't he? You know, most weeks, that's what he said he aimed for. So, um, you know, that's what a lot of people also aim for. But um, we've got another live comment and I'll give you the honour of answering this one. This time, Guru Hamish asks, what's your thoughts on bringing in Saar for the coming weeks? I think he's a great option. Um, he's about five million, I think, at the moment for Wolves and you know, they've got a pretty tight defence. Um, he makes a, you know, get save points as well. I've been really impressed with him when I've watched um, when I've watched Sar play for Wolves, actually. So, um, yeah, I think he's a great, great option to have to get some Wolves coverage. So, um, you know, if you can afford that. So it's upgrading from Sanchez, um, you know, not the worst move. So, yeah, I think it's uh, great fixtures and, and a great, great player to have. Yeah, we've got another comment from Quentin. He says he's running Semedo, Trent and Shaw and he needs a fourth option. Um, you know, do you have a, a sort of fourth defender in mind, Guru? Um, I'm liking Cresswell, uh, Aaron Cresswell. Obviously, I know that the only worry at the moment is West Ham's, you know, Europa team. What's that going to look like? But, um, you know, I do like the next couple of games for Cresswell. Um, I think game week six, other than this Man United game, game week six and seven, West Ham have some good fixtures. So, yeah, Cresswell's just smashing the points every week. Cresswell is absolutely brilliant. You know, this season and last, I've had him in my team for for most weeks and he's been absolutely brilliant for me. But, um, you know, we've got to talk about the, the top of the league now. He played his wild card this week, 75 points. He's the only one out of us that has broken the 300 mark. He's sitting on 306 points overall. It's uh, my right-hand man, Ollie Walker-Peel. He doesn't always get the praise that he deserves in FPL from me. So this week, I am going to just say, well done, mate. Hats off to you. Take us through your team, mate feels nice it's, it's weird like i'm not usually like I'm, don't like, get emotional doing all right but i've actually had a really good week and you know i'm not gonna get cocky because i paid the price for doing that last season but i'm really happy with how this week has gone um trent alexander arnold you know i toyed about whether to keep him i went with robertson had him in out in out decided to keep him in and look that worked out so well for me 12 points you know, double figures, that's worked out so well. The Brighton double, uh, that was the only reason why I started Sanchez in goal. I, I actually preferred Backman's fixture on the bench. Um, but I decided to go with Sanchez because of uh, Brighton. If there was obviously a double Brighton clean sheet, that would obviously pay off. So that's done well for me. Uh, into midfield, Damari Gray came in. Um, I was tossing up between him and Conor Gallagher. In the end, I was probably always going to go with Damari Gray. I wanted Gallagher maybe as that next midfielder going up from 4-5 to maybe 5-5. Five, five. Um, and the thing that separated me from, from everyone else this week is my captain pick. Obviously, we saw with uh, with Dave's team, sorry to bring, to bring you back into this, but you've captained Antonio... And that's it's a 28-point swing there um, that's really just helped me just power up the league. And I've had a really nice start, hoping things continue into next week. Um, got a few fixture issues, a few tough fixtures. And obviously with the Antonio red, it doesn't help too much, but I can't really complain. Yeah, and as Dave's just said in our private chat there, he says, I think all of the luck that abandoned me left for Ollie's team. Um, you know, as I, as I said before, what a week, Ollie. You know, it, it is brave. You know, it is still Ronaldo, but it is brave that first week to, you know, play him, stick the armband on him. You know, were you just so confident and so adamant that, you know, he was going to get a return? It is Newcastle after all, isn't it? Uh, that's the reason why. 
That is that is the main reason why. Uh, obviously, Newcastle's defence. Like we say it so much, don't we, on the podcast? I watched so much Newcastle last season when when Rovers weren't playing. I was effectively watching Newcastle, either with you or or just to you know boost your morale a little bit to see you know if they would win. Um, so I watched so much of Newcastle and look. Freddie Woodman didn't have his best game, did he? In between the sticks. So I just thought with Newcastle's dreadful defence the way it is, um, I thought that Ronaldo might do something. The homecoming, Old Trafford, in front of 70,000 fans or whatever it was, all singing his name. Um, I just thought it was written in the stars for him to, to get a couple of goals. And luckily he did. And that's helped me have a, a pretty massive week. So I think he's one that if people didn't wildcard this week, People will be rushing to wildcard to, just to get him in. I think he's that important. Uh, question from Rory. I'll go on the fly. Keeping Kane this week. Yes, um, I think you can't have a player in for one game week. I know he's fallen in price, but Dan, have a word, Spot mate. on, Daniel. Spot have a word. on. Um, my plan with Kane is to go to game week seven and go to Lukaku. Um when Chelsea's fixtures turn. So I'm going to hold Kane until then. Um, just ride the bumps, see if he does okay. Hopefully, grabs a couple of goals for me, and um, and yeah, and then go to Lukaku. Yeah, and as I've said so many times, um, you know, you do deserve the credit this week, mate. You deserve the credit all season, top of our little mini league, and I'm sure you'll be getting a couple of the uh, the benefits from the paid league soon with uh, the form you're on, and you know, haven't activated your wild card. Um, you know, so best of luck with that. But um, just a quick reminder: that if you haven't joined our community, you still can head to www.e-sportslive.com.au/fpladdicts. Uh, you can join our community Discord and uh, and all sorts, and obviously our, our Champions League leagues that you can uh we'll, we'll mention later on today um i've just got to bring up another comment from daniel as a uh, you know do you see how many people watch newcastle versus united the mass massive views the joel linton effect and um, he was definitely the best number seven on the pitch he was absolutely unplayable uh you know harry Maguire couldn't deal with him and i'm sure he's having nightmares about him and uh wing l also says that freddie woodman probably got ronaldo as his captain for his fpl team and uh it's probably spot on one through his legs one spilt right into the feet of ronaldo i thought you know we're not getting any points here today so i might as well sacrifice uh my team's result for the for the benefit of fpl so i think they're two pretty uh fair options but um we will stop talking about game week four now and we'll move on to the preview of game week five so i'm just going to bring up the fixtures on my screen now and there are a couple of really really decent ones uh in terms of a, a fantasy premier league uh, perspective this week so it starts with newcastle leeds at, uh, at five o'clock on the saturday morning or the friday night in england that's uh you know it's always nice to, to have an early game five o'clock wake up for me but um i'll go straight to you really is there any games this week that you know are really popping out to you mm-hmm. there's a couple really to be honest but i have to go for that for that man city v southampton you look at southampton They've been on the back of some absolute spankings um, over the last, you know, two seasons or so. Uh, Leicester was one of them. I think United there was another. So I just see City, you know, strolling to a win on that one. Um, it's going to be a whitewash. I expect at least I'd say about four, five nil. Um, so yeah, any City assets people haven't got in that they want to get in, they might need to consider that one. That's a, that's a very safe bet. Guru, do you have any sort of games in mind um, just from the ones for this week? It's got to be the London derby for me. Spurs versus Chelsea, of course. I think, you know, massive game. Um, hopefully Spurs get some players back and, you know, can give Chelsea uh, 
a good game. So um, I think that's the that's the big one from all those fixtures. Yeah, and Statman Dave, I know obviously you did play your wild card this week. We've talked about it. Um, so obviously you probably are pretty well aware of you know the teams with the, the good fixtures coming up. Uh, so is there any fixture this week that uh, you're going to be hoping to get some good FPL points? Well, it probably was going to be, uh, I thought Man United, West Ham potentially, but, you know, with Antonio now missing, then you know, that obviously hurts me a little bit. But, you know, I, st- I think I've still got some good assets from both teams in that game. So I'll be keeping a close eye out on that one. It's a uh, 11 p.m. kickoff as well. So nice, nice time for us in Melbourne, I suppose. Yeah, and we've got a question from JC about Antonio as well, Statmando, and I'll let you answer this one. It says, with the Antonio red card, would you like to be transferring him out straight away or would you keep him and be patient? Um, I'm probably going to hold on to him, I think. Um, I think it's only a one-week ban, isn't it? So I'll, I'll certainly, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's in that good of form at the moment that I'm not going to consider it. I'm just going to wear it for a week. Um, I do have some plans with my forwards, but he's, you know, getting rid of him is not not one of them at the moment. Yeah, and for any further discussion on Antonio, there will be a Hot Topic YouTube video getting out on the, the Guru's YouTube channel uh, very soon, FPL Addict. So make sure you watch that one. If you've got Antonio, like myself, like Dave, like a lot of FPL managers, and you really don't know what to do with him. But um, we'll move on to transfers now. And we'll start with you, Jack. You know, obviously, you've had a really good week. We've mentioned the, the possibility of a wild card. Are you sort of just going to stick firm this week, do you think? Probably, um, if I'm just going to choose a transfer, if Son's fit, I'll probably stay as I am, but bring uh, Bamford in. He's my transfer target for the week. Bamford in, and obviously the obvious one is Antonio, but if I sit on him, it'll be Richarlison, I think, because he's the only one that I'll be able to afford. So yeah, Richarlison or Antonio out for Bamford. Unless Son is out, a wild card could be in play. Yeah, and I think that's a, that's probably a safe bet. I think for me, um, I think more more likely than not, I will be playing my wild card this week because I've got you know two assets that are injured or suspended, and then I've got two in Simikas and Amati, which was always going to be the issue with these uh, these four million uh, defenders is that you know eventually they will be out of the team and not playing. So I think there's going to be a fair few transfers for me this week, and uh, hopefully it can be the start of a uh, you know better things for my FPL team. But um, Dave. You know, what's, what's your sort of plan this week then? You know, you've played your wild card. You've only got the one free transfer, as you said. So what are you going to do? Yeah, look, I think for me, obviously, Son being injured and, and I'm not sure how long he's going to be out for, but it may be more than one week. So I'm pondering what I can do with that. Uh, I think I'm probably going to potentially downgrade Son to like a Gallagher Grey or a Decoray and then uh, probably upgradings to Ronaldo. I wasn't, I wasn't jumping on Ronaldo initially, but I think, you know, he scored you know, two goals in his first FPL, um, EPL game and then also, you know, scored in the Champions League as well. So it might be time to, to look at getting him now. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of people are agreeing with you. A lot of people may be apprehensive uh, for that first week and, you know, just wanted to see what he could do. But uh, it seems he's settled in already, you know, two games in, even one game in, he was already settled in. So I'm sure a lot of people will be doing the same as you. Ollie, uh, obviously you played a wild card. Are you going to be just rolling over this week? You know, your team's in pretty good shape. Is there, is there going to be any incomings for your team? No, I'm be rolling over. Um, I'll be making a few alterations with starting and, and on the bench. But I think if you have a decent wild card, um, if there's no red cards or anything like that, I mean, I know there's Antonio on, but I think if you have a decent wild card, you've got to roll over. You've got to back your team in, got to back your decisions in over the over the wild card. Because if you don't, then you know it's just not confident. And I think I'm pretty confident with the way our team's going at the moment. So yeah, I'm rolling over. 
Yeah, sorry, Statman. A little bit more torment for you. James said he doubled your score this week, but it's uh, it's going to be wild card time for him. Guru, uh, we'll obviously mention your transfers uh, on the you know on the the podcast or the live stream on Friday night, won't we? But um, you know, to sort of give maybe a little teaser, is there going to be a, a couple of moves from you this week? Do you think? I think there'll be a few. Um, yeah, look, I'm going to wait until this you know, European period is done. So we've obviously got the uh, Champions League in the morning. Um, and then the, uh, the Europa and the Europa Conference on Thursday. So I think once that's done, um, you know, my decisions will be made and um, we'll go from there on, on Friday with the reveal. Yeah, and Reedy, is there any going to be any uh, changes to your team this week? I don't really know at this stage. Really don't know. It is a tough one. Um, uh, you know, Antonio injury... Ings has got a decent fixture against Everton, I would say, um, you know, and I think is it Armstrong for Southampton. They've got City. So I'm really limited in terms of strikers wise, really. Um, but I am like him in midfield still at the moment. So it is going to be right down to the, to the, to, you know, before the um, first game, first kickoff on Friday. So I'm going to wait it out at the moment. I'm going to be patient. I'm going to be patient because I think that'll pay off. I think that's a, a smart move, reading. And obviously, that, that deadline is going to be that little bit earlier because of that Friday night game. So it's going to be the same as that game week one when Arsenal uh, played Brentford. But um, we'll quickly just reel off our captain picks for this week. Jack, we'll start with you. Who's the man with the armband for you? Mo Salah. Yep, enough said. I think that's it, isn't it? You know, he's going to be the same as me. You know, Crystal Palace did have a good game against Spurs, but, you know, Liverpool, um, you know, they're, they're relentless at the minute. They're ruthless. I think Salah's on fire. Uh, there's no reason to not pick him, in my opinion. And now that I've said that, he's definitely going to blank. But uh, he's going to be can, my can pick I, as can well. Can I change mine now? Can I change mine now, Elliot? Or... <laughs> it's, not, it's not too late, Jack. You could, you could definitely change your pick, but Salah. I'll, I'll go. Yeah, Salah's the one, mate. I think good choice there. Yeah, I think Salah is, is the pick for this week that a lot of people are going to be going with. Oli, who's uh, who's your pick? <laughs> Not Mohamed Salah, after all of that. I'm staying, <laughs> started with CR7. I'm going to go with him again. You know, scored yeah. in the morning, scored in the morning in, uh, in Switzerland. Um, we won't mention that uh, too much, just for Jack's benefit. But, um, you know, it's one of those. <laughs> He's already left. He's already had enough. <laughs> I, I speak I speak one word of it and he's already he's already done in. Look at him. Um but no, I'm gonna go with Ronaldo again. Obviously, can't stop scoring at the moment. Two in two for United or three in two, I should say. Um so I'm gonna go with him again. West Ham United away, not a bad fixture. No, uh, you know, as you said, if you your strike uh, sorry, your captain returns, there's no reason to change it, is there, Oli? So I think, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Guru again, we'll obviously touch on your captain pick uh, on Friday night. So we will keep that one confidential for everyone listening. You will have to tune in on Friday to find that one out. And uh Reedy, who's your captain pick for this week? Captain pick for this week. Oh no, no. Well I've not got Salah. I've not got Salah. This is why the wild card's potentially uh, on the horizon. Um, but if I had to go for anyone, it would be Bruno again for now. Again, you know, three great picks that we've, we've that we've had. You know, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. All three of those with uh, the big returns last week. So there's absolutely no reason to change it. But um, that does wrap up uh, sort of our, our team selections. Again, if you want to find out what the guru is going to be doing, uh, come and join on Friday. Same time, live on U the FPL Addicts YouTube channel. So I definitely come and join that one.
So as we move on now, we're super excited as we're not only joined by our 2021-2022 sponsor bonus bank, but we're also joined by a very special guest. David, welcome to the podcast and thank you for taking your time out to join us. Now you're going to be joining us for the next section as our special guest, but we just wanted to chat about you quickly uh, about you know bonus bank. Obviously, I have been doing the, the advertisement, but we definitely think you can give a little bit of a deeper insight into, into what it actually is. So tell us what and and what bonus bank is basically hi Elliot. Uh, thanks for having us on guys he's already done a fantastic job with the fpl content so keep it up uh, yeah look bonus bank happy to sponsor the podcast and, and what you guys are doing you're doing a terrific job uh, bonus bank is a membership website uh, based in australia and for australians and new zealanders to make a guaranteed profit from bookmakers uh, so it's free to get started. Uh, you can either visit the website at www.bonusbank.com.au or you can download our app via the App Store. Uh, and once you download the app and sign up, you can make $75 profit pretty easily. And if you decide to sign up to the premium version, then you can use the FPL Addicts code word and you'll receive a 25% discount off your first member. Absolutely. And, you know, don't be surprised by the accent. It is an Australian uh, and New Zealand service. So don't be bemused by that one. But um, as, as we've said, uh, you know, we've had a lot of people saying that they have, you know, joined Bonus Bank. But uh, for those that aren't sure, um, how can it sort of help them? Yeah, so look, it's, uh, it's quite unknown within Australia and New Zealand that this, this side hustle actually exists. And it is, it is possible to make a profit from bookmakers by exploiting their, their bonus bets and not necessarily placing tips or, or gambling on outcomes. Uh, what we do is we try and teach our members how to earn bonus bets and then turn over the bonus bets to make a guaranteed profit using a, a betting exchange like Betfair, for example. So it's basically using math to, uh, to guarantee a profit. And... Uh, our members are are pretty happy because they're obviously they're obviously making some money and uh, yeah so if, if if you're looking to to make some extra money in the side then yeah come over and have a look. Yeah, absolutely. And you know how can it also benefit the the FPL managers to you know choose their players for upcoming game weeks? Yeah, so the FPL uh, community is something that that we're getting a bit more involved in and uh, I, I can tell from from my history i need some assistance as well so uh, looking at the bookmakers odds and the betting exchange odds you can see that these guys are spending a lot of time and a lot of money researching the epl games to see uh, what 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 teams are going to be keeping clean sheets who's likely to score who's likely to to keep an assist so instead of spending a lot of time and energy trying to search for this information uh what what we are doing at the moment is providing that information and posting it on the fpl addicts discord channel uh just making it a, a little bit of a spreadsheet easy to read easy to understand and you can uh, take those odds and convert them into probabilities and then that can help determine what defenders to pick uh, and maybe what what midfielder or striker to choose because the probability of them scoring or getting an assist is quite high. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And you know, where can these people sign up and uh, that sort of stuff? Yeah, so like if you're, you, as I said, you can download the app via the App Store. We have uh, available for the iOS or from uh, Google Play if you've got an Android device, and you can just visit www.bonusbank.com. 
www.ghostbusters.com.au and uh, yeah it's free to to sign up and get started and we have some basic tools to get started and, and learn the concept and then if you decide to, to sign up to premium there's no obligation uh, you can sign up and get access to our our community as well and yeah get to use some of the, the more premium features with software and calculators etc to help to help you on your match betting journey yeah absolutely brilliant you know it's a, definitely a, a deeper analysis of you know what i understood so it's really helpful so thank you david um and as he's mentioned there it's free to join but you do unlock your special features and uh, and go premium but if you are going to do that you've got to use the code fpl addicts to receive a 25 percent discount on your first month's membership with no locking contracts and that will be right back with the guest section So we've just had the ad from David. Now we've got him on the guest section as well. David, you are our guest for today. You're the manager of Morton and you're currently sitting inside the top 180k overall after gaining an impressive 311 points overall so far this season. So how long have you been playing FPL and what's your highest score overall and uh, also individual week? Thanks for that, Elliot. Uh, yeah, so I've been playing FPL very badly for the last uh, seven or eight years. Uh, so I started... I actually looked up my stats today, and I was I was quite shocked by my abysmal performance. It's uh, the 2013-2014 season is, is when I began, and uh, yeah, look, I think my highest my highest points tally was just over two thousand one hundred points, and that was my very first season. Uh, I've got a, a tendency to my FPL history was to get quite excited at the start of the season, but then sort of. Uh, fall away as the as the season progressed, but this season I'm taking it a bit more serious. I think uh, being part of the FPL addicts community is definitely helping with that. And uh, getting the tips from you guys on the podcast and also from the guru has definitely been beneficial. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to take my own advice as well by uh, following some of the odds and some of the content that I'm posting in the in the Discord channel too. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the guru doesn't always uh, take his own advice. So maybe the guru can take a leaf out of your book with that one. And, you know, following the, the advice that your service bonus bank obviously does provide. But um, can you sort of just review your game week one to four? We've got your game week four score up on the screen here, 64 points. Um, So, you know, what sort of chips have you used and how would you rate your performance so far? Yeah, look, I can't complain. I'm quite, quite happy with my performance so far. Uh, I haven't used any chips, even though I've been very tempted to use my my wild card. I think actually Jack talked me out of it on on the Discord chat, which was which was quite good. Uh, like I've I've obviously been looking at the uh, the clean sheet odds, and I I used triple Brighton assets, which have actually been paying dividends. Uh, also been a bit more conscious of who who I've been picking for my captain as well this season. Uh, I was a little bit disappointed this week that I had to uh, make a few subs. I brought out Son uh, and brought in Fernandez, and I uh, had to get rid of Wilson because of him being injured. But I think the the minus four was probably uh, probably not the right move in hindsight, considering that uh, Livramento, I think he got a nine-point haul and he was sitting on my bench, and Harrison uh, actually came on for Mount as well. I was disappointed to see that Mount didn't get any game time. I thought he was actually a nailed-on starter for, for uh, Chelsea. But, yeah, I can't complain. I think, uh, what was it, 66 points for the for the week is uh, it's above average. So I think if I'm getting those 
sort of results every week, uh, yeah, it's it's positive. Nice work, David. And it's great to have you on board um, and Bonus Bank on board as well. Um, just a question for you. Can you name two assets for the season um, that you think are must-have? So, you know, it could be someone like Salah um, or maybe even just your favourite players that you're counting on for, for the whole season. Yeah, I think uh, if you asked me this question maybe a week or two ago, it would have probably been a bit easier. But I think with the likes of like Ronaldo coming in, there's definitely thrown a bit of a spanner into the works. Uh, look, I've, I've obviously got Salah and Fernandez in the team. I brought Fernandez uh, back in after having Son, and I thought that everyone jumped on the Ronaldo ship. I knew I was going to live to regret it, and sure enough, he, he scores two goals. Uh, but yeah, look, I'll, I'll stick with Salah and Fernandez at the moment. I think... Uh, Salah will probably be my captain pick for this weekend based on his probability to score and get an assist. And I think the midfield assets as well might might be a bit more beneficial than the strikers because they score more points for scoring goals and they also get a bonus point for keeping a clean sheet as well. So I think uh, that that's sort of leaning me to uh, picking Fernandez and Salah. I also think like Lukaku... Lukaku and Ronaldo are the favourites this season to finish top goal scorers. So I think having them two in, the, in your team is definitely going to be great as well. But uh, yeah, there's 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 quite a lot of forwards this uh, season as well to, to choose from. And yeah, there's there's a lot to pick. Celtic fan, well, I've actually got my uh, my Morton top on there, which is the, the name of my, my team. That's, uh, you've probably never heard of them before, but that's a uh, Scottish... Uh, for, uh, championship team so uh, yeah Eduardo uh, coming in I just saw that question coming up I actually watched the highlights uh, on match of the day and he came on and scored two goals in about the space of six minutes I think it was fair play but yeah I don't know if he's not getting if he's not getting 90 minutes I don't know if I'll be bringing him into my team at this stage yeah, I think that's a, it's a very fair point. So, David, um, obviously you are, you know, a very prolific member of our, you know, our FPL community on Discord and uh, everything like that. So what's been your favourite part of being a part of the community? Yeah, I think there's a, there's, there's definitely quite, quite a few benefits. I think, first of all, the, the content that you guys are providing is fantastic. Uh, I was, before I, I was introduced to the podcast just before the season started, I was, I was trying to find material and podcasts online and I just everyone's so time poor now that you want to get content that's beneficial and provides value uh, so after finding finding you guys and obviously uh, some of you been based in Australia as well was 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 a, a definitely a, a positive and also the fact that you've got a discord channel where everyone is uh, sharing their experiences on there that it's, you can you can drop in and drop out at any time and uh, you guys have obviously been playing the game for a while and Guru has uh, obviously been getting some quite high uh, FPL rankings as well so it's, it's good to learn from the best I suppose. Oh, nice one Dave and uh, yeah appreciate that. Um, last question for you mate, what's your overall target for the season? Um, so overall global ranking and then, what's your uh, what's your target in the FPL Addicts mini leagues? Hey, I think I think my target this season is just to enjoy it a bit more. Uh, I'm, I'm taking it a little bit more seriously this year, and I can see how you can become quite obsessed with it quite easily and, and sort Stress. of down a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, become a bit stressed and 
try and analyse it. Uh, it's quite easy to, to spend a lot of time uh, tinkering with your team. So what, what, what I'm trying to do is is maybe leave it to the last minute, so our Friday or whatever, but also absorb the, the content that you guys are putting out and, and come into the Discord channel and try and provide some value there as well. In regards to ranking, uh, yeah, I, as long as I can try and get better than what I've what I've achieved so far. I think my highest rank was like in the five hundred thousands, which was over eight years ago. So I think if I can do better than that, then yeah, that's that's gonna be a benefit. Yeah, fair play, David and um, we've got our, our little stick or twist section, which we started last week uh, with Tanya. So it's sort of like a, a quick fire, if you will, David. You're going to have 30 seconds. I'll bring up the timer uh, on screen now and you'll have 30 seconds uh, just to you know take your pick. I'm going to give you two options of a player and you've got to pick the one that you would want in your team. So your time okay. starts now. Lukaku or Ronaldo? Ronaldo. Bruno or Mohamed Salah? Salah. Marcel or Aaron Cresswell? Cresswell. Bamford or Antonio? Antonio. Grealish or Ferran Torres? Grealish. Sanchez or Guaita? Sanchez. Sanchez. I think you know tough. a lot of people would agree with Sanchez. It is quite difficult, isn't it? Um, Tanya said that the same last week. You know, when you're under pressure, uh, it definitely gets that little bit more difficult for you. But thank you so much for your time today, David. Um, you know, walking us through just in a little bit more detail what Bonus Bank is, and you know, for being a brilliant guest. And you know, thank you so much for being a part of our community and uh, and sponsoring us for this season. Thank you for joining us on the Game Week Five Pod, and uh, and best of luck for next se- for the rest of the season. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So if we move on now to the information section of the podcast, we've got the guru. He's back with his guru section. So uh, I won't speak on it anymore, guru. Uh, I'll just let you take it away, mate. That's great. Thanks, Elliot. And look, we'll start off with the uh, this week's watch list. So, you know, it's the differentials under 10% to keep an eye on, uh, keep an eye on for game week five. So uh, first one on the list, Saar from Watford against Norwich. Um, he's 5.2% owned and he's 6 million. And he's sitting about uh, ranked 15th out of 246 midfielders for his threat at the moment. So um, really, really good option to have. Um, Trincao is my next one for Wolves against Brentford. He's 1.1% owned. He's gone down to 5.9 million as well. And he's currently 12 out of uh, 246 for threat as midfielders as well. So he's uh, he's one that's definitely on my, uh, my radar. Uh, my third one is Gabriel Jesus. 7.2% Southampton at home. He's 8.6 million. Um, he's four out of 83 for influence and he's two out of 83 for creativity at the moment from uh, from strikers. So, you know, he's looking good uh, playing out on the right for, for Man City and Saints at home. I think it's a great fixture. My last one, uh, this one's not actually quite for you, Elliot. Um, I actually genuinely do think he's going to do well this week and it's sent maximum at home to Leeds. We've got a leaky Leeds defence. I actually thought um, St. Maxim putting a good display against uh, Man United at Old Trafford um, was causing him a lot of problems. He got an assist. Um, he's got points in, in most games this season. Uh, and he's 6.5 million as a striker and 6.9% owned. So that wraps up my uh, my watch list. 
Never thought that I would see the day where a Newcastle player is on the benefit of the guru section and not just on it because a team is playing them this week. Sam Maximan, um, you know, he was brilliant on the weekend against Man United. Um, you know, he's a razzler as Daniel would brand him. Uh, he's absolutely brilliant. So he's always got that ability to get FPL points. And, you know, he's always had that ability, but he's never necessarily, you know, gotten the, the consistent returns. But this season, you know, he's getting goals and assists. So, you know, he really is a, a decent option to have these days. Who is your captain picks of the week, Guru? Salah uh, against Palace, I think number one captain pick. Um, Trent Alexander-Arnold, probably my next in line. I think he's a really big uh, captain option this weekend. Um, and then I'll go Ronaldo away at West Ham. You know, no Antonio. Um, I'd expect uh, Man United to go there and Ronaldo to sort of score. And United to continue their, their good away form in the Premier League. Um, and then I'll pick a City player. Um, obviously, it is dependent on who plays in the Champions League, but um, Ferran Torres, if he gets the start and, and doesn't get you know, cold as part of the, the pet roulette that we, we see so often. So definitely got to be, I think, Ferran Torres there. I think, you know, some really good shouts there. And, you know, for your curveball captain uh, of the week, um, quite a surprising one. I've just seen who it is. Who have you gone with, Guru? Yeah, I've gone with Aubameyang. Um, he got his first goal last week. Um, he was on the end of a lot of chances and, you know, Burnley looked quite uh, leaky the other night against Everton. So, you know, I think he's actually quite a good option uh, for Arsenal and he's probably going to be their main goal provider this season. So um, just as a bit of a, bit of a curveball, I think Aubameyang's a, a good shout in that fixture. Yeah, and, you know, I'm sure a lot of people would agree with you back among the goals on the weekend. So there's absolutely no reason uh, to not go with them. So your big three uh, FPL fixtures of the week, which three fixtures have you chosen? Liverpool Palace, number one. Um, you know, it's going to have a lot of FPL players in there. A lot of people have a triple up on Liverpool. Um, and I think, you know, at Anfield, um, good fixture to have your, your Liverpool assets. Um, Brighton Leicester's my next one. You know, there's a lot of people invested in Brighton defenders, Brighton goalkeepers. Um, and, you know, Leicester are a decent side. So I think for FPL, um, you know, there's a lot of points at stake in that fixture. Um, and then my last one, um, I'll go with Spurs v Chelsea because, you know, a lot of people have invested in Lukaku lately. Um, we've got a few people have put their money into Kane. So, you know, I think that's going to be a, a big one for, for Fantasy League. Yeah, it's the, the clash of the, the premium strikers in that fixture, isn't it? You know, we'll have to see who comes out on top on the weekend. But you've got your three teams to back now. Um, so there's no surprise with a couple of the names on here. Uh, so who have you gone with? I'll back Liverpool at home. Um, they just look unbelievable at the moment. So... It's hard not to not to pick them. Uh, Manchester City at home to Saints. Um, I think they'll have a routine win in that one. And then the third one was, was a tough pick. I sort of looked at Man United away at West Ham, but um, I wasn't too sure. So I've gone with Wolves at home to Brentford. Um, look, Wolves obviously have only won the one game this season, but you know I think um, you know they've got that monkey off the back now, and and that's you know, not a bad fixture for them. So yeah, probably Wolves to round up the three. Yeah, we've got a couple of uh, questions from the live comments, Guru, that we can uh, we can get through now uh, while you're here. He says, uh, Antonio injury does give him a dilemma who to get. He's wanted to transfer him to Banford, but if he's injured, uh, he may go total left field to go with Pukki uh, with their easiest fixture run for 10 plus weeks at you know, Antonio is going to be a big topic of discussion uh, over on the FPL Addicts YouTube channel, Guru. But if you just had to suggest one player uh, that people could go with, who would you pick? Um... Obviously, I do like Bamford. 
Um, so if we're going to replace Antonio with anyone, I, I know Bamford's got mentioned the injury cloud, but um, if he's fit, I'd say Bamford. Yeah, and a lot of people will be going with uh, with him for this week. But um, that does wrap up your guru section. You know, any comments that you do have, uh, we will get to reply to them soon. But thank you so much for your time, Guru. Uh, thank you so much for the insight. And, you know, if you want the best advice, David said it himself. Uh, you've got to be listening to the guru sections and what the guru is saying. So thank you, Matt. So if we move on now, if we move if we move on now to the Champions League section of the podcast, I'll bring up uh, the Champions League background to set the mood as well. There we go. Champions League kicked off this morning, and now that it's not just the guru's face that you can see on the screen, we can uh, we can get into discussing it. So obviously, the Champions League has started. Uh, the first set of fixtures of match day one has been played, but um, you can still join both of our leagues. Our free mini code is 80DVZL5S06. And for more information on the paid mini, which is only 10 Aussie dollars to enter, and uh, there is, you know, 250 Aussie dollars worth of uh, cash pool prizes to be won, head to www.e-sportslive.com.au slash FPL Addicts to find out more information. Um, I'll bring up the, just the free league now. You know, we've obviously got 272 members in there, and, you know, it's a very, very competitive league, you know, 62 points on the first day of fixtures. Guru, that's absolutely insane. You know, we've obviously still got half the fixtures still to play. 62 points is absolutely ridiculous for the top of the league, isn't it? That's a great start. And, you know, it's really exciting stuff as well with the with the numbers in there, you know, 200 plus people in, in what's a side comp. Um, yeah, great stuff and some big scores. Yeah, and you know it's it's absolutely competitive. All of our leagues usually are, but um, you know, in terms of the, the paid league guru, you and Dave, and you know, we do have to give Dave a little bit of credit tonight. So I will move over to you, Dave, and ask you this question. You've uh, you've been starting quite well. You know, obviously, as I said, only half of the fixtures have been played so far, but you're sitting in fifth so far on 39 points of the the Champions League fantasy. So you know, what's gone right for you this week? Yeah, well, quite the opposite to FPL. Pretty much everything's gone right. I've, um, yeah, 39 points from night one. Uh, had a bit of a mad scramble when the teams came out because uh, I had Varane, Greenwood and Lamella not starting. Um, so I ended up replacing them with Acuna, Depe and uh, Casemiro. Um, so Acuna played last night. Uh, Depe didn't do too well, but um, yeah, Casemiro's got to play tonight. Um Still got six players to go, so hoping for another solid return. Um, got th- a triple up on Dortmund with Holland, uh, Munian, Guerrero, however you say that. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Gundogan, Casemiro and Katoy to play as well. So, And I'll probably bring in Caraval for, uh, for Acuna. So I think hopefully I can score something similar tonight and start off well for once. Yeah, absolutely. And as we said, both of our leagues uh, are still, you know, you still have the ability to join them. So definitely get involved. Um, You're not going to miss out on anything, but uh, they will eventually close. So get involved as quick as you can. But that brings us to the end of the the podcast today. So thank you so much for listening and watching. If you love today's stream, please make sure you hit like and subscribe and make sure that you've got those notifications on, as Jack Gillibrand said at the start of the podcast in that video. But um, obviously, as I've mentioned, there will be a lot more uploads coming 
content on the FPL Addicts YouTube channel. Um, you know, we've got the Guru Scat 11 and Hot Topics coming out in the next couple of days before deadline. So make sure you tune in into them. If you're playing your wildcard like myself or a free hit, it's always wise to tune into the Scat 11. And uh, as I mentioned, Hot Topics, Antonio will be a, a big point of discussion. So if that's, uh, you know, plaguing your team at the minute, definitely get involved with that one. But um, until next time, may all your FPL dreams come true. Take care. Stay safe. Bye for now.